Super Talk Mississippi media production. Well, free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Happy Friday, Golden Eagle fans listening around the state of Mississippi. It's the Eagle Hour. We are live in Purvis, Mississippi today at Ramey Motors. We kick off a week-long celebration of Thanksgiving. Eagles playing tonight. Beautiful weather outside. I think Ask Dakota Baker if he's going to go deer hunting tomorrow. But, uh, yeah. We're pre-gaming right now, baby. That's what we're doing. Yeah. We're at Ramey Motors today and be talking uh, Louisiana Tech Southern Miss here in just shortly. But a great opportunity as, uh, of course, Black Friday sales and all kinds of stuff next week. Everything Kelly Center down here. They, I mean, they got them stacked up here at Ramey Motors. Inventory finally coming in. Boy, it's, it's been... Uh... It's been the fatted calf recently, just getting inventory, but they've got it here at Ramey's. So uh, we'll be talking to Dakota Baker, obviously doing our picks a little later on. Uh, but let's just go ahead and get right to it. Southern Miss playing a very, very unique Friday game tonight, CBS Sports Network, against uh, West Foe, Louisiana Tech. Southern Miss, of course, 1-9, Tech 3-7. and seven. Joining us now, happy to have the uh, voice of the Bulldogs, Malcolm Butler, the Senior Associate Athletic D- Director of Strategic Communications and Broadcasting. And, uh, Malcolm, no pressure. You've been replacing a legend over there with Dave Nitz. How's the first year gone, man? Well, you know, you're right. I am replacing a legend. I mean, he's been doing – he did this for almost five decades at Louisiana Tech. So, um, you know, and the first year's been a little bit up and down. I told somebody the other day, I'm not sure that uh, anybody has ever had to call their first three defeats. Our first three losses this year all came down to the last play of the game. Uh, and they were all heartbreakers. And so I'm not sure anybody's ever gotten off to as tumultuous a start as I did. But you, uh, we, we should mention, you're a, a lifelong uh, Bulldog. You've been there since 1999, so uh, you're the you're the man to call Bulldog football. But let's let's go back and mention that it's been a been a rough year for Tech, three and seven. But you 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 know had that opportunity to beat Mississippi State. They scored at the end, only lost to SMU by two points, lost to NC State by a touchdown, and then lost uh, by a field goal to Old Dominion. I mean, you look up and this Tech team could very easily be seven and three. Oh, there's no doubt. You know, I mean, we led by 20 points in the fourth quarter against Mississippi State. Um, and then came back and scored three straight touchdowns. And then we even had a 46-yard field goal in the very last play of the game that would have won it. And it got partially blocked. And then you mentioned the SMU game. Uh, we're winning that with by three, by what were we up? By uh, three or four points. Uh, I was four points, actually. We were up four points. Uh, with five seconds left, and they had the ball in our 35, and they threw a Hail Mary that got tipped up into the air in the end zone and landed in an SMU player's hand, and so we lose on the last play of the game on a Hail Mary there, and then go to North Carolina State, who's top 25, and, you know, we've got the ball inside their 20-yard line uh, in the last 40 seconds with an opportunity to tie and, uh, you know, possibly go for two and win it or tie it and go to overtime and unable to do it. So uh, all three of those games were heartbreakers, and I really think, uh, that those three losses affected us this second half of the season. We're sitting at two and three after that North Carolina State loss. And, you know, I just feel like if we're four and one, 
uh, forget five and zero. Oh, if you're four and one at that point, I think the rest of this back half of this season looks completely different for us. But um, you know, I just think it was hard for them to overcome. And coaches are never going to say that. Players are never going to say it. Uh, but there's a compounding factor there when you continue to lose heartbreaker after heartbreaker. And then we've had some injuries at the quarterback position, and of course, Southern Miss fans don't want to hear about that, right? But uh, so we've had a number of things, and this was a year that could have been. Well, with all those heartbreaking, heartbreaking defeats, you might want to use a, a radio name of Tom Petty. You know, you had to call all the, all these heartbreakers during during the season. But the negative snowball rolls faster than the positive snowball. Kind of to pick up on what you just said, it's like you, you lose some of these close ones, and it's like, gosh, rather than finding a way to win, you almost kind of in the back of your head, you're going, gosh, what are we going to do to to lose this one, you know? And with the news, too, of conference realignment, I'm sure that it's been very difficult to kind of stay focused on all this, but... The time has come. The Bulldogs have the Eagles coming to town this weekend. And look, all kidding aside, this the Bulldogs, this is a good time for Southern Miss to come to, to Ruston. Yeah, I mean, Louisiana Tech, and that's the hard thing about this year for us. We've got a good team. I mean, we, we have got a talented, yeah. talented football team. You don't, you don't lead Mississippi State by 20 points at their place in the fourth quarter if you don't. You know, you don't lead and you don't have the game won against Southern uh, SMU, which is a very good team. If you don't, you're not in the game against North Carolina State on their field in the last 60 seconds if you don't. This is a, this is a talented group, and that's what's been so uh, heartbreaking about it for these guys this year is they've just been so close but you know i mean when southern miss and louisiana tech uh, get together and you know it's the old cliche right you can kind of throw the records out none of it matters these two programs uh don't like each other the two schools don't like each other and you know what i mean when i say that's just a great rivalry uh and each side wants to beat the other one so i know one team is one and nine and one team is three and seven uh but i think you can throw those records out and it should be an interesting game tonight we're talking to Malcolm Butler. He's the voice of the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. Of course, he's been at Louisiana Tech University for uh, for over 20 years. And, and Malcolm, let's talk about this Bulldog offense. Uh, man, you guys averaging just under 300 yards in passing alone. I mean, that's more than what Southern Miss has been averaging as total offense. So you have been able to throw the ball, of course, Smoke Harris out there catching it. And uh, how will you know your quarterback position with the injuries, what is that looking like tonight? Well, it's, you know, there's a lot of in the air. I mean, we've started three different quarterbacks. And again, that sounds like a lot to you compared to how many guys have taken snaps under center for Southern Miss. So I get that. It's all relative. But, um, you know, Austin Kendall, uh, who uh, started his career at Oklahoma and then played at West Virginia and then transferred here this year, uh, was our starter at the beginning of the year. Uh, and he has been kind of in and out of the lineup with some, uh, with some injuries. He does not, he did not play last week. Um, or the week before, uh, we've had two different quarterbacks start the last two weeks. DJ JD Head started uh, at uh, Old Dominion and actually played really well, but then he got hurt or took a hit in that game that ended up being a little bit of an injury, and so he couldn't play last week. And so Aaron Allen, uh, who kind of split time last year at quarterback, started last week uh, for us uh, and looked great. Um, again, the win over Charlotte. I mean, he, I've seen the young man play for three years and he's had some bright spots at times, but consistency has always been his issue. And in that win over Charlotte, I mean, he was 21 of 27 for over 300 yards and, uh, just looked like he was in complete control. So I think he gets the start tonight. I think both, uh, Austin Kendall and, and JD Head will be available if needed, unlike last week, but uh, I think it will be Aaron Allen's game to at least start. 
On the uh, the Southern Miss side, defensively for Louisiana Tech, the the joke's been you know there's no quarterback listed. This is the, probably the first depth chart we've ever seen. That's there's no uh, no quarterback listed. And so what's kind of been Tech? You know, last week Will Hall just completely rehauled the offense. And what's been kind of the comment out of Tech this week, knowing that you know they're going to face essentially a wildcat offense from Southern Miss tonight. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's intriguing, right? Um, I talked to Skip uh, yesterday for our pregame show, and, you know, it's just one of those things where they look at last week's tape and try to, to figure it out. And like you said, no quarterback listed. And so uh, I'm not sure they truly know what to expect. They've obviously watched uh, the film of last week. But, you know, like you said, usually when you're in game, going into game 11 of the season, you've got 10 games of film to watch on somebody and kind of know what they're doing. But based off of what what they did last week, uh, you know, it's like starting over. It's almost like a season opener with a brand-new coach. So, uh, you know, I think they're going to go out there and just try to be fundamentally sound and kind of be ready for anything. Um, So, again, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to make it uh, an intriguing game as well. Real quick, Malcolm, this is a game really Tech has to win. I mean, both teams, you know, not playing for bowl, you know, strong bowl positions at this point. But if you lo- it, if the way this season has played out, if you lose to Southern Miss, it's like giving two back to the field, right? I mean, and the way that you've lost some of these close games, this is one I, I just really feel like you guys have got to have. Yeah, no, we've only, you know, when you look at our losses this year, the old Dominion loss, and even they're playing better right here recently. That's right. that's the only one you can really look at and just say, man, that was a stinker. Uh, everybody else we've lost to this year, you know, UTSA's got a pretty good team. Uh, UAB's pretty good. Uh, UTEP's had their best season in a long time. Um, so, you know, and, of course, the three losses I mentioned before that in non-conference play. So we've only got really one loss to what I would consider a team that was just – uh, far inferior to us. And, and I'm not saying Southern misses that right now. I hadn't seen them play, but the one and nine record, obviously they've had a tough year as well. So yeah, I agree with your point. This is one that, you know, if you're Louisiana Tech, you got to feel like this is one you should win. Well, and Malcolm, as we uh, we wrap up with you, not sure how many more times you're going to be able to play. You know, after the the realignment, so always be one to treasure tonight for Southern Miss and, and Tech fans because you not may not know when you play each other again. Yeah, yeah, you know that's 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 right. I mean, we've got uh, two more years, or well, one more year, I guess, in the league if everything stays as put uh, for next year. Uh, who knows what's going to happen? But uh, you know, and even if we're in two different leagues, you would think. Uh, with our proximity to one another, we would continue to schedule non-conference. And, and again, guys, I mean, I think we're all smart enough to know that conference realignment is not over. There's going to be some yes. more shakeup in the next two to five years. And so who knows what the future holds. Well, I want to play them in football, and I want to play all in baseball. I'll tell you that much. But, uh, Malcolm, we appreciate you hopping on with us today, man. Thanks on game day. We really appreciate that. And, and uh, good luck to you guys. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Yeah, same to you guys. I appreciate you having me on, and go dogs. Malcolm Butler, the voice of Louisiana Tech Bulldogs, will step aside on the Eagle Hour. We're live at Randy Motors today, and we will catch you right after this break. Eagle Hour continues on this Friday. tonight you would certainly think 
that they could cover 15 and a half when you're playing into the strength of the Southern Miss, you know, defense. But then the question becomes, can Southern Miss score any points? Yeah. And Tech's defense has not been great. They haven't. Let, let me you know? let me correct something. The numbers are still high. I was I was looking yeah. at the wrong. So Tech's Tech's averaging on offense 274 through the air, only 120 on the ground. So that that benefits the Eagles. They're giving up 286 in the air, and they're giving up 163 on the ground. So they're giving up right at 450 yards a game. That bodes well for an offense that, let's just be honest, is going to be one-dimensional tonight. And, and for the record, and, and I've been at this 112 years now, this year, never have I seen an official publication or memo put out by the university that officially lists no quarterback. Southern Miss's press release for this game in the depth chart has nobody listed at quarterback. Yeah. That's never happened before. So when we look at what has been given to us for uh, tonight, um, this is this is the official Southern Miss game notes that are listed. That are listed. There is not a quarterback that is listed. Frank Gore is listed out as a running back, and rather than a QB, an SB is listed. Is listed, which is another back in the backfield. Antavius Willis is listed there. So what that tells you is, is that it's going to be Willis and Gore again. I'm, I'm, in, this is what I'm intrigued. So let's just get creative here. Let's just get really creative. You think we might see it? We won't see it. But you remember when John Rice Plumley got hurt at Oak Grove High School? They put Hayes Maples back there in the Wildcat. I, I'm, but let me, let me be serious. TQ Newsom, who played, he's he's a linebacker. He's a reserve linebacker for the Eagles. He uh, he played quarterback at Gulfport High School. I mean, I, I, shoot, if you're going to you can put Jeremiah Robinson from Pedal back there. It's it's wide open, whatever it takes. But you sit there and say it's not going to happen. Honestly, you don't know that it's yeah. not going to happen. Well, I mean, Will Hall has said that. Look, whatever, whatever. Maples, we... Maples is going to be out there, you know, sixty or seventy defensive plays. But I'm if if you're on goal line, you never know. You never know who they might put in there. But... And and look, and, and you heard you heard uh, Malcolm Butler say we don't, the Bulldogs don't know how to prepare for this Southern Miss team. Yeah. Especially when you have nobody you know, listed at quarterback, it's it's just been a nightmarish season in in many more ways than one. But man, if they could pull this one off tonight, and then play, you know, the absolute dysfunction that is personified by F- FIU the Saturday after Thanksgiving, it'd be it'd be a really nice way to end the season. So yeah, you've got you've got two you got three receivers that are listed. You've got a fullback, which of course is Cavallo, but the running back Gore Jr. and Richard. And then the SB position, which is normally where the quarterback will be, Antavius Willis and Demarcus Jones. So, uh, and you, you we, may... were, we were getting word out of practice starting late Wednesday afternoon that it looked like Gore was going to be a go. Yeah, and and that's confirmed now. That uh, and look, they they need him, you know, to have any ch- kind of chance to win. And I think there's him. a good chance to be made that he's he's we win next week, or at least it we would lose in the last minute. The, the turnovers wouldn't have happened as they would if Frank been in the game. And, I mean, of course, if they're going to stack the box, we saw last week he had a nice throw to Brownlee, and you've got an exceptional receiver out there in man coverage that you can go to if you need to. And a name that you just mentioned that has really gone quietly under the radar this year, who I think we really need to give a shout-out to, is Cavallo. That guy has been a workhorse all year long. He's been durable. He's done everything they've asked him to do. He's a hard worker. He's a good kid. And you rarely hear his name because he's in one of those grunt positions. Mm-hmm. You know, you rarely hear about the fullback. But, man, Cole Cavallo has had a, has had a really good year, I think. And, and, what, and, and to Butler's point when he was talking about, uh, Malcolm Butler's point when he was talking about 
with uh, Skip Holtz and what you just said. Who knows what wrinkles, additional wrinkles that Will Hall will will throw in tonight? Um, and I, I guess that they'll use that to their surprise. Uh, last week, third quarter, UTSA started you know being able to stop what we were doing, and, and they did. So if you're if you're Will Hall, you probably going to have to get the points that you get in the first half. And you're going to have to play. I mean, think about last week. We had the game was tied in the fourth quarter, but offense only scored ten points because because Brooks got the pick six. So defense is going to have to to help in some way. Special teams is going to have to help in some ways because I mean, you look at what Tech's done. Let's just let's just look at their their uh, schedule really quick. So they lost to Mississippi State, but they put up 34 in that game. <clears throat> then gave up 42 to Southeastern Louisiana, but won that one 45-42. Gave up 39 to SMU, but scored 37. Beat North Texas 24-17. Lost to NC State, who's obviously a top 25 team. Gave up 34, but scored 27. Abysmal performance at the Sun Bowl. Got beat 19-3 by UTEP. Got blown out by UTSA. And what Malcolm said was probably their worst performance of the year. Lost to a field goal by Old Dominion. Gave up 52 against UAB, but scored 38. And that's a team that... Shut out the Golden Eagles, and then they won forty-two to thirty-two um, at home last week against Charlotte. But it, it all starts with the defense, and I mean, you can't be giving up thirty-eight, forty-five, forty-two, fifty-two. You can't do that, you know, and win games. Now, for a Southern Miss offense, that would probably translate in Southern Miss years to twenty-eight points or something, yeah. you know, which would be a miracle if the offense could pull off twenty-eight points based on their performances up to this point. And let me suggest that if they could pull off twenty-eight points. And the defense have a pretty good night? Who knows? Tech, Who knows? Uh, Tech comes in this game. They beat Charlotte last week, but they dropped the previous four. Um, Golden Eagles, of course, on, on, a, on a streak uh, of, of losing. But the over-under in this game, 48-and-a-half. And most of them, they're, they're thinking – the people who do these things are thinking that Tech is going to have to put up a majority you know, of those 48 points. But I think the Eagles might surprise you with a little bit more offensive output than anticipated. And, and I know that uh, the 4th Street Bar and Grill is going to be having the game tonight. And Miss Louise has made a special plea to everybody to come out. There's going to be a big crowd there tonight watching uh, the game on CBS Sports Network at 4th Street Bar and Grill. So we're pre-gaming already for a Friday night game, and that's where uh, all the other Southern Miss fans are going to be hanging out. And again, Sunday when the basketball team plays uh, Lamar, the men's uh, men's game Sunday at 2. We are live at Ramey Motors today. As uh, Man, I guess after we get done with this show, it's Thanksgiving, right? Thanksgiving is, uh, is, is upon us, and a lot of, of course, uh, deer season upon us. And... Ramey Motors has everything you need as we go into winter, even the Mr. Buddy heaters I'm looking down here. But Dakota Baker with Ramey Motors is going to sit down with us, and then he's going to stay over and, and do our pick. So, Eagle Hour on the road today. And, and picks-wise, you've got a little a few surprises up your sleeves, you say. Well, it's, it's, it's the Will Hall offense. What do we have to lose? Let's go for it. We're going to go for it. Stick that- with us on the Eagle Hour.
You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Four Street brings us the third segment of the Eagle Hour every single day. Seven o'clock tonight, Kelly Center, Southern Miss, Louisiana Tech. CBS Sports Network. But they're going to have some good food over there. They always have. Today's Catfish Friday, you know. Bob Getty approved? Yes. And, and Ish Kabibble eat catfish? I don't know. I don't know. Ish has been gone a while now. But, uh, but hopefully Bob will be rejoining us uh, next will. Monday. He will be. Yeah. And, and a man who I, who I, today only, I am saying I am shocked. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and get into that. At, at what you about. did before the show today, Dakota Baker, to our to our friend Luke Johnson, shocked. Now, now what he did was he has the uh, deniability because he 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 masterminded the plan and then watched his quote diabolical scheme play out. Yeah, he just watched the guys and so so what happened was they they brought around was it a was it a dog. Collar, right? Oh Lord! <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. The old trusty dog collar. So then, yeah. So so Kelly wouldn't do it, and I was just like, "What the heck?" So they they let me touch it, and it was a one. And I mean, yeah, it was vibrating a little bit. So they said, "Hey, we're going to turn it up to three. And I said, "Yeah, we can do that." The next thing I know, I don't know what was pulsating through my body, but then I found out what level was it really on? Eighteen. It was on. Is that the highest it goes? Yes. <laughs> I had no clue. I felt like I had two lightning bolts going through my palm of my hand. Look, if, if you thought that that uh, forty you ran at uh, at Dbat was was fast, you should have seen him jump up off that couch when they hammered him with an eighteen. They got it. And, oh, yeah. and in all fairness, I've known Dakota Baker a long time. There was no way I was going to touch hey, that. Yeah. Kelly was the first one. He did not want any part of that. They got me. All right, we don't have dog collars for sale, but a lot for sale here at Ramey's. A lot of trucks on the lot, a lot of vehicles on the lot. Even got one of those uh, Ford Mustang coupes. Um, all kinds of stuff. Tell us about what's what's on the lot, man. Yeah, man. Tractors have been moving in good. We've got some of our big case tractors we ordered two years ago. They finally hit the lot. So got a lot of big ag coming in, a lot of small ag, too. Um, kind of catching back up. Tractors, that's good to see. Um, everybody's catching back up with our midsize right now. Trucks and vehicles, I wish I wish they would catch up some for everybody, but it's, it's still kind of the same. But talk about the Mustang. It's uh, before you leave, you need to take a ride. It's uh, it's pretty wicked. This we had the Tesla. Luke had the pleasure of riding in that one. Uh, the Tesla and this one here would be a close race, very close race. Really? Oh, yeah. But we um, – and then the Hondas. Actually, we, you know, we had 20 Hondas coming in last Thursday, and they all sold Friday. Really? Wow. It's crazy. It's all the Pioneer 1000s, but, man, everything's so backed up, and Honda's one that's really, really, really behind. But I think, I, I think they're one of the further ones ahead – that's still behind, though, because, I mean, like, right now I've got a unit on order for three months, and I still have no build date on it, kind of like my Bronco situation. But I got a, uh, I got a, confi- a confirmation on mine. It's being produced? Yeah, my mom's is right now, and then I got mine scheduled for production this date. It's going to be next year. So if people are thinking about Christmas, Dakota, it's Whoa. almost too late, isn't it's it? It's too late, no, really. People yeah. come in right now, hey, man, you got any fours? I'm like, man, I, I look on our little IN sheet, and we got six coming. Yeah. Between now and Christmas. So people need to check? I mean, right no, those now. Are, those are probably gone, aren't they? Well, we, we don't pre-sell them. I got you. Um, you okay. know, because, you know, we try to make it to where we won't we won't localize people to be able to come in and hopefully mm-hmm. buy them. Mm-hmm. But, man, as soon as they hit, two come in yesterday at 4, and they were sold by 405. Wow. I mean, it's 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 tough, man. But anybody listening, if you want Christmas and it ain't got to be, it's, get it now. And, it's going to get worse. And if you have a car that you've been contemplating, 
you hey. know, selling or trading in or whatever. They're they're bringing top dollar. Absolutely, bring them up here. Let Tony and the guys on the car side get you, get with y'all, man. They're doing really good on trades right now. I mean, as you can look on our lot, guys. I mean, I think I just got back from Texas yesterday, but I mean. I think there's still about 90 vehicles out there. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty I wild. The inventory, the inventory so. you guys have compared to other places that sell the same thing. We and keep it. We keep it here, man. That's one thing. If you can't, if you ain't got it, you ain't gonna sell it. So we try to keep as much product here year round as we can. We're so. at Ramy Motors today. Dakota Baker, our good friend, joins us. All right, gun season opens tomorrow for everybody, and yeah, four wheelers, side by sides, all that stuff. People need, but it's not just that. I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff. Duck season's about to start. What am I looking at back there? Yeah, so we got a little river boats back there, and we just got some of our Invader Series all-wheels. That's for the duck hunters, but like everything else, we're still waiting on a few motors for those. I've got some small motors for them, um, but most of those guys are going to want 50 and 60 horse. We got the boats and trailers. We're still waiting on motors. We can still make a heck of a deal on any boat we got. We got coolers down here. We got VP racing jugs. We got the Mr. Buddy heaters, and look, I went That's to what Texas. you need for deer season, Oh, man. man. And if I didn't have it in Texas, this Mississippi boy would have froze, I'm telling you right now. But it uh, that saved me over there, man. And we finally got stocked back on all of our Millennium seats, our sound bars, winches, and, we, you know, all your stuff for your trucks, too. You know, got toolboxes for deer season, you know, putting all your gear in there and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, it's looking better that, for that's, us, man. That's the big thing. We've talked about this before, but it's been several months. You know, people that have side-by-sides, there's so many ways you can personalize those and accessorize those. And you guys not only have that equipment, you, you put it in for people as Absolutely, well. man. I mean, roof, windshield, winches, tires. I mean, you can make these things like a Toyota pickup, really. I mean, you can with everything we can do to them. We've talked so much about uh, availability on the Internet and the, the fine website that you guys maintain. So we've talked about sales, but we haven't talked today about uh, the service department. That uh, you know, when, when I come the, in, I'll have The F-150, my F-150 that I purchased here from Ramey's, it's in the back right now. Dustin's taking care of it. Yeah, and that's one thing we're trying. You know, since sales are slow, we're trying to catch up and keep our, our turnover time very good because, I mean, about four or five months ago, if you brought something in on our side on PowerSport, man, you could be two or three months just because we had so much stuff. And sales have slowed, but then our service department's ramped up. And now, you know, getting a service instead of it being two or three weeks on a buggy slash ATV, you know, you're three or four days out. And that's a lot because, I mean, some people are going to hunt in the weekend, bring it in on Monday, pick it up on Wednesday or Thursday, and they're ready to go for the weekend too. Uh, Uncle Joe has talked about the supply chain and all that uh, sort of yeah. thing, which which is made, and I know he's one of your oh, okay. <laughs> favorite people. Uh. But nonetheless, if the fact that something may be in season or out of season with the supply chain situation, does that affect it? For example, where grass is pretty much dormant now, so you'd think that lawnmowers would be a pretty good deal, right? That you could get a lawnmower uh, on the low end, but because of the supply, limited supply, has it affected prices on things like that that are out of season? A little bit, yeah, and we always, this time of year, try to make really good deals on mowers because, I mean, most of your mowers are made here in the States. Gravely's made here, you know, and I think the by- the only thing is Kawasaki Motors, but I mean, I believe they're all assembled here in the U.S., but it's just parts, man. That's what's killing us. I mean, I mean, there's there's hundreds of foilers sitting there waiting on us right now that you ain't got an exhaust for, or you don't have this part for the power steering, and then, you know, the, they said the foiler house is slammed full, ready to, I mean, it's, but they just, you cannot get parts for them. They got labels on them. This one's missing this. And, I mean, look at, I, I seen a, a little graph the other day of the ship's that are off the coast, and it, is, it blew my mind at how much stuff, but, and I guarantee one, we know one ship is containing half of Honda's parts for those four-wheelers. And it's, they just sit out there? Sit out there playing ping pong. 
You know that? Did you play ping pong with? I was very good at ping pong. Yes, and I, yeah, we we had a little logistics there and got a hold of the captain. No, not really. But um, yeah, we we're looking at this. I'm looking at a. We're getting generators right now. Yeah, we do have a little bit back there in the back from Hurricane when that last one come through, and we uh, we oh, the Hondas they sold out in like a day and a half. Then we got some Generac, some Cummins back there in the back that we got a little overflow stock from those two trucks. But we'll keep those in year round, you know, because you know some people don't want to spend that six, you know, that sixty-five hundred watt Honda right there is twenty-seven hundred, and people's like, whoa, that's just absurd. But just like with foilers and stuff, I did say Honda, Honda, right? It's a Honda, and it's and, it, and it's worth it. And a lot of people don't can't justify it and not get it for a storm. But like I said, we got the the more cost-friendly Generac and Cummins on it in the back as well. Inverter series, too, so they're quiet. And I see right here next to our table you got some beer jugs. Yes, those were for me and you, uh, Kelly, later on. We'll <laughs> they're really not. Who can, who can... Ladies and gentlemen, that's really not what they No, was. those are the VP racing jugs, and those were a huge hit. We, I bet you we probably sold 600 of them through the storm right there, and this was just that last load that we got that just was overflow that didn't make it in time. But now I would I would fill that up and take it into the game. Yeah, absolutely. What's, what's that... What's that uh, t- What's the capacity on that? Five. You made it four and a half if you got a good beer in there. The foam. Five, four and a half well, gallons. Four and a half, and if you can, if you can tote that in there, then I think you'll be all right. Four half. I wouldn't drink anything out of there from Ramy Motors. There's no telling what they might try to mess with me. Yeah. Got pranked out here earlier. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, real quick, tell us about uh, what were you doing in Texas hunting? Hunting so whitetail? We, yeah, went out there hunting whitetail. The weather didn't cooperate for us. I seen in the first two days probably a hundred. Deer, roughly, a bunch of does and yearlings, nothing big. And uh, typical Mississippi style, I waited until the last evening, and I had five tags. And I tagged out. I shot the first bucket, 3.30, chasing a doe. Um, sat there, you know, later on that evening at 5.30, had four does come in. And I turned my Rambo switch on. And I, what was the what was the buck? Uh, was just, it? it was a little, about 120-inch, eight-point. He's a management buck that, like I said, the weather did not cooperate. It was 91 degrees. I think it was Monday or Tuesday. So, But it then was, it turned because you said you needed a Mr. Buddy heater. Yes, it turned for the, oh, good Lord. The first day there, I had to have it. And then the last day, I needed it. Um, but, shoot, I was I had all my Sitka gear on, so I was warm. But, man, then four does come to the feeder. And it sounded like WW3 out there. I laid them down. I stacked them like Courtwood. You know I don't know a whole lot about hunting, but I want to ask about a management buck. Is that a buck that gets twice the money for half the amount of work? Uh, in a way, <laughs> yes. And then in a way, no. But he uh, he was one of his smaller deer. But, yeah, it's uh, we. I just thought maybe deers work hey, the way that, that the companies if, do in if America. If I'm in South Mississippi <laughs> and a uh, 100, you know, 120, eight point walks out, he gone. He you better gone. shoot him because your neighbor will tomorrow, yes, right? Ground check. Ground check. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you did. I'm I'm seeing pictures of the Texas hunt here. Yeah. Hey, we're we're sitting with Dakota Baker live at Remy Motors today. We're gonna step aside, come back, got some picks. Hey, we're gonna pick a couple high school games too. Some second round, third round, of the playoffs. I'm gonna going play on. conservative because I'm in the lead, right? Heading into the home stretch. I'm gonna play conservative, you, you, but we'll see. You think you are. All right, picks after this. Stick with us on the Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. 
final segment of the week, live from Ramey Motors in Purvis. Great place for you to come. they got everything, everything, everything. And if they don't, talk to Dakota. Love your, you, you got some magic. Jenny bottle magic occasionally. Man, I'll pull something out of hand every something. No, it's called turn it up to 18 on the shot collar. There we go. <laughs> women's, love it. women's basketball tomorrow at home. Lady Eagles entertain Samford. Tip-off set for 2 p.m. And then the men on Sunday host Lamar. Tip-off also at 2 p.m. All right, let's get in on our picks for the week. Several games in Conference USA. Let's uh, save the Eagles till the end, but let's go Saturday, tomorrow, 11 a.m., Florida Atlantic, 5-5 five and five at Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky, a 10.5-point favorite in Bowling Green. Uh, I'll go Western Kentucky on that one. Western Kentucky has been a surprise to me this year. They've, they've played better than I anticipated. I, too, will take the top. Let's get Will Tony in here. Who you got? I'll take Western Kentucky against my better judgment. Yeah, I, I'm tempted to take FAU here, but they, they're they 6-4 now. They're 5-1, and one, so rolling. Yeah. So I'll go with Hilltoppers as well. Okay. A two thirty tomorrow. Marshall at Charlotte. Heard six and four. Charlotte five and five. Marshall a fourteen and a half point favorite. Going with a herd. Me too. On the road. Marshall. I'm going with Marshall too. Charlotte got beat by Tech last week by ten. So and see, Marshall was just the opposite. I mean, Charlotte was just the opposite. Started well. Yes. Faltering in the second mm-hmm. half. Two thirty uh, in. Murfreesboro, Old Dominion, four and six at Middle Tennessee, five and five. The Blue Raiders, a four-point favorite. I'm gonna go Middle Tennessee. I'm not. I'm taking the Monarchs. They're one of the hottest teams in the league right now. I'll take the Middle Tennessee. The Fighting Stocksteels. There we go. He'll manage to save his job for the 19th year in a row. (laughs) And it always comes down to that last game, too, doesn't it? (laughs) All right. This is a fun one to me in the Alamo Dome tomorrow. UAB at 7-3 at UTSA, a perfect 10-0. Roadrunners, a a four-and-a-half-point favorite. You start, Luke. I I am going with our good friends in Birmingham. Uh, I think the perfect run with UTSA ends here. Bill Clark will pull the upset on the road. I believe so. Uh, UTSA struggled with Southern. I'm going UAB with the upset. Not a chance. I think UTSA was awoke, awakened, whatever the term would be last week. They're not going to let that happen again. UTSA yeah, wins. But, Kelly, simply the fact that they were tied with Southern in the fourth quarter, uh, I'm going UAB. Oh. Are you, you guys have lost no, your minds. I, I, I believe they're going to do I mean, seriously. They're, fi- they're, five in, they're in second place in the West. It's not like it, it couldn't happen. No, it's not going to happen. Uh, that just further solidifies my victory for the year. Yeah, there we go. All right, Rice at UTEP. Rice, 3-7, and seven, UTEP 6-4. and four. UTEP stumbled down um, the stretch. Miners, though, are at home and a nine-point favorite tomorrow at 3 p.m. The Miners. UTEP. No, I'll take you, Chip. You know, Dana Dimble, it was like, yeah, he's the greatest coach. And then, like, last two weeks, oh, what's going to happen? And so I think uh, UTEP will will pull it out. But I think he's coached enough to save his job. Yeah, I think he has, too. All right, 6 p.m. tomorrow, the home swan song for Butch Davis, a.k.a. coach of uh, uh-huh. The University of Dumpster Fire down uh-huh. in uh, – we have we have determined they're playing with their own shoulder pads tomorrow. Have <laughs> we determined that? What a mess. North Texas, hot North Texas, 4-6, yeah. and six, goes to Miami. The Mean Green, a 10-point favorite. That game's at 6 p.m. tomorrow. North Texas. Take Mean Green and give the 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're going to cover. Oh, yeah, gosh. Coming out swinging. FIU, those poor guys. That's just a mess down there. It I mean, really is. Certified mess. It really All right, let's step into the high school ranks just for a minute. Got some high school playoff football tonight in 4A action. Mendenhall at Poplarville. Uh, Poplarville. Mm, boy. Uh, I don't. I think Columbia is the best team in 4A, but I think Poplarville will win that game. Will? 
I'm going to take Mendenhall. Mendenhall without their quarterback and receiver, so I'm going to go with the Hornets of Poplarville. The other game we mentioned, Newton County hosting Columbia. Of course, Mr. Otis uh, eats up offensive lines. He uh, does whatever he wants to do. Columbia's going to win that game. Yeah, that's a big big game. Oxford at Madison Central. Well, who's got more money? Oxford. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna stick with the South Madison Central. Who can out snob the other one? Um, I'm gonna. Ta- I'm gonna take Oxford. Hey, Will Madison Central. Madison Central. We know that team. I watched them play West Jones, and I'm going with Madison Central. All right. The last game to pick on the on the. Um, High school side tonight, uh, Super Talk Laurel, 645, Will Produce, and I'm calling Laurel at West Jones. West Jones beat them earlier in the season, but it was a close one. West Jones. That away. Throw it up. There we nope. go. Nope. Nope. Laurel. You're going with Laurel? Going to take Laurel on the road. Will? Man, that's hard to do. That, <laughs> come on, Kelly. you, you got to go West Jones. And Luke has to abstain. Laurel's a different team since beating Hattiesburg 50 to really a couple of weeks ago. Laurel. They're, they're good. Yeah, they're, they're good. good. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with West Jones. All right. Southern Miss at Louisiana Tech tonight. Not tomorrow. Tonight, 7 p.m. CBS Sports Network. Eagles a 15-and-a-half point favorite. Go for broke. To come no, no. The Eagles are a 15-and-a-half point underdog. They're underdog. I think that dog's just going to when, when it's over, they'll be a 15-and-a-half point favorite. The dog's just going to eat. He's, He's going with Louisiana. No, okay, you can't. Okay. Man, I'd love to take Southern. I, I think Southern will cover. I think they'll cover 15 and a half, but I don't think they'll win the game. Well, I'm taking the Golden Eagles to win. Me too. <laughs> Not, we don't have a quarterback look, on the depth uh, chart. It's us versus the world. They don't oh, know man. what to expect. Which just goes to prove that crack does not smoke itself. <laughs> win one for the holster. <laughs> Go Eagles. Hey, Dakota, thanks for hosting us we today. We appreciate you all, guys. Glad to have you all back. Ramy Motors, great place for you to come. Hey, there's still a slight window to get Christmas gifts. Come. Come get them. Come yeah. get them. We got a car. We got plenty of cars and trucks. Come on. Hey, Bob Getty's going to sit in for us next week, a short work week. We'll have yeah. best of shows Thursday and Friday, but we'll be with you Monday and celebrate a Golden Eagle victory, Kelly Sanders. I hope so. I celebrate it. I hope I'm right. I hope. I, me too. We'll catch you Monday, as always. Southern Miss to, to the, the top. top. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.